You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome everybody back to Chairgating, episode 16. We are still here, we're still doing this, regardless of our followers or listener count. We have another exciting week. Last week's games were pretty great. We got some awesome matchups this week. Let's get into it. It was straight shot, all it took was love to not get caught. Jay, what do you got to say about last weekend? Who's who's in the lead? I don't even know yet. Have you? I was about to say, have you taken a look at, at the at the results? No. So surprisingly, I was going through our results, and top half, I was killing you, and I was I was feeling real confident, and then um, turns out that we actually tied, fifteen to fifteen. <laughs> yeah. So you're already one up on me. So that means you're stayed I'm just still one in up the lead, on me. Baby. I yeah. Told so you. I, I got I got fifteen of twenty. You got fifteen of twenty. Uh, on the week, and so that leaves us at 51 wins to 52. Uh, this week it was 15 and five. That was our record. 15 and five. Damn, we're uh, doing pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, this isn't against the spread. If that was, I mean, if that was against the spread, that'd be a different story. But these are just games Straight within up. Yeah. spreads. Yeah. I'd be interested to see how we do against the spread. I don't. I don't think we'd fare quite as well. Yeah, maybe one week we'll try it out. Yeah, it's. To, um, I mean, it definitely. We definitely have different opinions on some of these games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's run through them. Yeah, let's do a little recap. Um, starting off with Utah at Arizona. We both had uh, Utah. And correct. Yeah, that was yeah. simple. Um, <laughs> Texas Tech at Houston was a little upsetting. I warned you. Remember, I was like, I still i am not so confident on my Cougs. And I was right. I yeah, There was Texas reason Tech. to not be confident. They're looking better. They're looking a lot better than, than, than I expected. Texas Tech uh, looks good. And granted, I blame all of I blame that entire loss on two things. And it's essentially what I said at the beginning of the season for U of H. I'm not sure about coaching. Major Applewhite. The plays he calls on offense, I just don't understand. He is definitely not the offensive guru that Tom Herman was. And number two, Kyle Allen. 
he's still sloppy. And I said that when they played Arizona. He looked sloppy. He looked even sloppier against Texas Tech because they actually had somewhat of a defense. Kyle Postma came in, scored, I think, both touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and we only lost by three points, but we lost by a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Some of those were garbage points. Um, so it's kind of the, the three-point loss is kind of deceiving. It is because it, it should have been much worse. Um, Texas Tech's a good team. They Texas Tech always had the ability to be a good team. They just needed a defense. Now with Gibbs there as their defensive coordinator, he's good. Uh, yeah, he, they've got they've actually got a pulse. It's not you know the scariest defense in the world, but that's all they ever needed was just an average a defense. Yeah, in the Big yeah. Twelve, that's all they need. There's not a single defense ranked in the top ten, maybe Oklahoma. even top twenty five. No, for defense, no, they're not. Oklahoma's defense. def Oklahoma's defense is definitely defense efficiency. Well, no, they're not. Yeah, I guess you're right. They're not. Yeah, uh, I mean, Big I was 12 just, doesn't I was have very, a single team. Yeah, that's that's probably that's probably skewed because of the Baylor game. But I was really that's impressed true. with Oklahoma's defense against Ohio State. That's a good point. Yeah, you're you're right. But still, you know, the Big Twelve not notorious for their powerful defenses. So I think Texas Tech will do pretty well this year in the Big Twelve because they actually have a defense. So good for them. I'm totally willing to admit that they were the better team. U of H had. Plenty of opportunity to beat them, which is unfortunate. U of H just they they beat themselves, and on top of that, the Tech fans. I, I mentioned this during the summer when U of H played Tech this year. I was like, the state of Texas will love U of H for beating Tech just because they hate their fans, and they did not disappoint. The Tech fans were really obnoxious. Like even after winning, U of H fans were just like, "Hey, good win!" Like y'all, and they were still just like talking shit for no reason. So. The Red Raiders, still the most obnoxious fan base in Texas. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, what about Longhorns? See, and actually here I have a theory for that. The Longhorns, everyone hates them. Everyone hates their fan base. But here's the deal. They're the University of Texas. They're the biggest college in Texas, which is a huge football state. They are notoriously good. They've had a history of being a good team. They honestly, other than, you know, recently – that fan base has every right to be obnoxious and to be cocky. Texas Tech has never won the Big 12 Conference. They've never even played in a conference championship game. They've they won, I think, one Southwest Conference Championship. U of H won more than that. I'm just saying, like, the history doesn't prove anything for Texas Tech. They don't have a reason to be cocky or assholes. UT, as much as I hate to admit it, they actually do kind of have a right to be that way. Yeah, I agree. Um, on to, unless you have some more to talk about, I'd like to move down the list a little no, bit. No, keep going. Uh, Georgia Tech uh, and Pittsburgh, this is one of your colder takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that's not going to fare too well. <laughs> Se- uh, 17 to 35, you you mentioned the ability for Pitt to be able to, to slow down Georgia Tech's offense. Dude. And then they proceeded to run for over 400 yards, uh, averaged uh, about six and a half yards per carry. Yeah. And uh, Pitt just they really didn't have an answer. Um Georgia Tech's offense is kind of clicking. Wait. This is, I mean, it's not much much else to expect from a Georgia Tech offense, but yeah, Georgia Tech's quarterback Dequan Mark Marshall, De- Dequan Marshall, I think. Anyway, <laughs> he is like the perfect Georgia Tech quarterback. He's like the Lamar Jackson for Georgia Tech. He's awesome. So I actually watched that game in Austin with a Georgia Tech alumni, one of my good friends, and I apologize for being so wrong on that one. I picked them over. I think it's because I picked them over Tennessee, and then they lost, and I was kind of, like, bitter, and I won. Yeah. But I'm willing to admit that. Uh, 
they like you said they have an awesome offense but it actually really really works this year with that quarterback all right uh how eastern michigan this is kind of just a guess on my part i i went with eastern michigan I was rolling you. with them warned you uh you, you got ohio so so good for you hey i told you they're gonna compete in the conference this year toledo will probably take it but they'll compete in the conference also was high on maryland and that looks like a cold take on my on my part <laughs> so central florida uh what maryland maryland you had that one mm-hmm. correct mm-hmm. you called that one uh wake you forest. notice you notice it's like a lot of g5 stuff that i get right because that's the only shit that i read g5 <laughs> i just for no reason i'll get back into it uh wake forest at app state um both had wake forest both guessed that one correctly wake's defense mm-hmm looking stat again they didn't look as good as i wanted them to look though if that sounds weird the team as a whole or yeah 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 it was a one point game right i wanted a way bigger tightly contested i wanted a way bigger game against wake i was a little disappointed but a lot of people online were like this is a game that should be played every year they're really not far from each other Mm -hmm. um in terms of the state of north carolina as i'm sure you know and it, apparently it's a fun game so everybody that goes to those really likes it and i hope they keep that going definitely yeah uh duke at north carolina this is um one where we both went demon deacons mm-hmm. north carolina is just thank god it not look good no um so yeah duke came out with a win there in chapel hill a big yeah, win yeah duke was much better yeah well i think that they won by 10 10 I think. yeah that's a big. I mean, that's a solid win. That's like at the I end still, of the game. Yeah. It's not I much still, of a I still like North Carolina's offense. Um, I just think Duke, Duke's defense is that much better. I agree. And they were able to to show that. Uh, on to the next game, uh, Miami Ohio Central Michigan. We both went Miami, and both were correct on that. Yep. Uh, another another exciting matchup: Georgia State at Charlotte. This is one that you. <laughs> You were very, very low on Georgia State calling them. I think I'd have to run the run the tape, but I think you called them the worst team in the country. The, the, I did. I did. I said they were worse than UNC Charlotte. So did they did they make up a little bit of ground on your scale? <laughs> I'm a little bit. I, look, I don't know how much ground they made up, but I'm willing to admit that UNC Charlotte is now officially the worst team. You think yeah. So that was that was really the, the seller. I mean twenty eight to zero. Hey, I said it going into that game. I was like, hey, look, whoever loses is the worst team. So <laughs> they and they lost. I mean, that was bad. Yeah, so I think going in that was uh, Georgia State. I said had the worst offense, and Charlotte had the worst defense. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yep. And so I guess you were the right worst on offense, one of those. Is better than the worst defense. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's you were definitely right at least on the worst defense take. I'll give you that. Do you think Charlotte wins a game? Mm. I mean, I'm sure you don't have their schedule pulled up, but... No, no, because... Based, the, I mean, based I, on I performances. Thought, I thought Georgia State was the worst team in the country. So, are, <laughs> if, if they lost that bad to them, and you're going to ask me Dude, if I'm I think t- they'll win, then no, absolutely not. I'm telling you, I think Georgia State is garbage, but I think their defense is just good enough to win them. I mean... I, I think I called three or four wins last week, and I'm I'm sticking with it. Three or four? You're gonna stick with three or four, really? Yeah, for Georgia State. I I know they're I know they're that bad. All right, look, I'll 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 give them two or three, so we'll meet in th- at three. Okay. Because that was that you're right. That was a really solid win, and the defense is probably <laughs> just good enough to beat like Georgia Southern. So. Yeah, well, I'm looking at their schedule right now. They got Coastal Carolina, Texas State, and Georgia Southern. Those are glaring pieces on there and i'm gonna get i'm gonna get to texas state a little bit later because i covered that game and they are not as bad as you've been saying they are all right well well, maybe i I think you're just all right you're just um 
seeing him in person might have had a different effect. Yeah, and they give me free food, so. All right. Uh, game of the week, Mississippi State at Georgia. The game that we thought was going to be the game of the week turned out to just be a bloodbath. Wow. Uh, Mississippi State kind of got a taste of their own medicine for what yeah. they did to LSU. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether to think that we overhyped Mississippi State or we just undersold Georgia or maybe neither. Uh, what, how about what both? Think, what, what are you taking? Yeah, what are you taking? How about game? both? Yeah, maybe so. Here. Maybe that's just the disparity between the SEC teams this year. Let's go back to transitive properties because I know you love that. So I hate it. This is my absolute least favorite thing. We, I think it's the best way to compare teams. Anyway, we hyped up Mississippi State for how much they embarrassed LSU, right? Mm-hmm. LSU, I think, is just that bad. So I think we yeah, overhyped yeah. Mississippi think, State yeah. for that. And Georgia... We gave them way too much credit too early, where Georgia deserved whatever credit they had, and maybe more. Well, I think definitely more. They, they didn't get enough credit going into that game, and they actually earned it. They've looked mm-hmm. good the whole time. They looked good against a really, really good Notre Dame team. So uh, Yeah, and they've looked just as good against a really, really good Mississippi State team. Yeah, and you know we, we gave Alabama so much credit for what they did to Florida State, but I think Notre Dame's better than Florida State, so I think that Georgia yeah, win I, over yeah, Notre Dame definitely. was more impressive than that win, Alabama win over Florida State. And I'm not saying yeah. Georgia's better than Alabama, so don't worry, I'm not going that far. But I am saying they deserve to be, you know, a top ten team for sure, right yeah, on the outskirts of top five. In terms of resume, it's hard to beat what Georgia's done so far. Yeah, beat a, a good Notre Dame team on the road with a freshman quarterback coming in his first game. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, the, the Mississippi State game was, was in Athens, but, I mean, they were never in that game. No, that was um, bad. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, the defense is looking just as good as we thought uh, since, you know, a week or two ago. The offense is finally, um, I guess not finally, but it's looking good enough to, to make them that top 10 team. And then one, I guess, underrated aspect of this team is their special teams yeah um has been incredible yeah and which makes it it might not be yeah it might not be one of those you know, sexy stats but now the special it's gonna be one of those, those yeah the, those things that kind of goes unseen uh until you realize how important it's been in some of these games yeah oh absolutely that's gonna be what determines you know a few games at least yeah so i think now we're getting deep enough into this schedule to where those teams that we overhyped really early, like in the SEC, are starting to weed themselves out, and the ones that are actually that good are remaining there. Yeah, there we go. If that makes any sense. Like, I don't think Fair Georgia... I don't see a loss for Georgia. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's hard to see. Maybe maybe just one, but no just more Just one that, because of a rivalry game or something? Yeah, yeah. You, just, you just never know. It's the SEC. If Alabama can't go undefeated... You know, then yeah. then who if can? You told me if if you told me the freshman quarterback had a bad game on the road, then you know I'd, be, I'd <laughs> right. believe. Right, like in Florida or something. You know, I'll, like I'll give him. Yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah. Um. All right. Next game, Florida Atlantic Buffalo. We don't have to really get into detail on this, but uh, I went Atlantic. You and Buffalo. You got that correct. Yep. I think Buffalo's sitting at two and two right now. It's yeah, Buffalo's not shocking. that bad. Well, well, they are that bad, <laughs> but they're not the one yeah, of the. They're definitely bad. They're not. If they're in the top ten worst teams, then. They're, you know, number ten, not num- not the worst, but you know. yeah. We don't so. have to get into it. Um, Arkansas State at SMU. 
Uh, both went SMU, both correct on that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another SEC matchup, Florida at Kentucky. Uh, God, I, I wish I wouldn't have brought this game up. <laughs> this is the game that would have put me ahead of you. Yep. Did you watch this game? Yeah. Oh, I watched it. Man, you just got to feel bad for those Kentucky fans. I and here's the thing: I was actually, I knew that I picked Florida and you picked Kentucky, and I was actively cheering for Kentucky. I think everybody in the world was. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'll be wrong this week. I I, I really wanted Kentucky to win. Yeah, it's so sad. Man, uh, I mean, I'm sure you've seen by now the screenshots of two of the touchdowns that Florida scored, where the wide receiver was literally. Uh, unguarded out on the sideline mm-hmm. um kentucky just didn't think of putting a man on on one of their receivers <laughs> wide open wide receiver yeah. just standing out on the sideline like waving his arms over his head and then you know all it takes is luke del rio to <laughs> toss a little spiral out to the corner of the end zone and there's 14 points all right yeah um, kentucky yeah. Uh, kentucky themselves i think when we were picking this game last week i even said the second you get hyped on kentucky they'll do something to you know ruin that hype for themselves and they just did so yeah sucks florida international rice we both went fiu we were both correct utah state at yeah utah state at san jose state we both went uh utah state we're both correct yeah my boys uh continuing the same pattern actually we picked the rest of the same games Um, and we got them all right yeah so i'll just get on the list we both uh, picked Notre Dame over Michigan State correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was Michigan State. Just kind of looks like a you know <laughs> average to above average Big Ten team, like Michigan State. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, better than last year. Not as good as two years ago. That's about yeah, pretty good definition of them. Um, Washington at Col- Wait, did you pick Washington? Yeah. Okay, I know you just you're super high on them on Colorado, so that's. So I was asking. Yeah, you. no, I, yeah, I, I said last time I think Colorado's a better team than you've been saying, but I still think Washington's the best in the pack. So yeah, I mean they they really showed how dominant they were. Yep. Um, yeah, thirty-seven to ten final score. It was just kind of uh, flexing their muscle, just showing you know this is this is our conference. Don't try and don't try and put us on upset alert. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hawaii, Wyoming. Wyoming won. We both picked Wyoming. And then wrapping up the week out west, UCLA at Stanford. Stanford um, put a show on UCLA on the ground and just really, once again, showcased 
how poorly the UCLA defense has been. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, 58 points on the UCLA defense. Um, meanwhile, I mean, UCLA is still putting up plenty of points. Mm-hmm. Averaging, little, I don't know, I'm just looking at scores. At least 45 points probably a game. Like, that's some of the top in the country, I'd say. Yeah, so would you say that they're the ultimate pack team? Um, yeah, they are the Texas Tech of the Pac-12. They're just the perfect pack team. I mean, they, they're all offense, no defense. Yeah, I don't... Why was I hyping up their defense so much preseason? Were you? Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. Like, <laughs> I didn't remember that at all. You could have just never mentioned that. I was talking about how they're, they're going to have like one of the top four defenses in the Pac-12, and then... Yeah. Wow, bad, bad that was a up. really bad take. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to mention some of those? What do we have? Five games of top ten teams mm-hmm. that could have potentially lost. Yeah. So, so touching on that that list that we kind of compiled from last week, the the five potential upset teams that were traveling to an unranked opponent. Um, I think it's safe to say that Alabama did not like to be in the discussion of potentially being upset by Vanderbilt no they really Nick, didn't like that Nick don't Saban, ever Nick say Saban that to them was not messing around I think he put up like 28 points in the first half of the first quarter or something um just probably like pulling out trick plays honestly yeah just a heads up to game, any this, to anyone don't don't put them on upset alert because this, this game doesn't like mean it. anything but we just want to make a message oh my god did they um, ever I'd say the next on the list of impressive teams was Washington you know uh, whipping Colorado yep um, and then probably the next down from there, um, I was impressed with USC, even though I think it was a 10-point outcome or a 10-point uh, game at the end. I just I think that the way that they can finish these games, kind of similar to the way Clemson uh, did last year, um, just more elite than the other teams, but kind of um, playing down to their competition and then putting them away at the end. Yeah, but it was Cal, that, that, so I'm still not convinced. Feeling. I'm 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 high on Cal. I'm not super high on Cal, but um, but then right along the same lines, Michigan Purdue. Uh, it was a really fun game for a while. Yeah, Purdue was. I was, was upset. I was hoping Purdue would win that one. That was the one where I was. I, I've been high on Purdue, and I was. I don't know. I thought they'd do. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, rightfully so. Everybody's been high on on their offense. Um, they, I mean, they, they went into halftime. They went into halftime up. It was ten to seven going into half, and then exactly, yeah. They just couldn't do anything. The, yeah, the I mean, half? coaching and athletes kind of mm-hmm. won the second half. As I don't know. Does. I just don't think they have necessarily a better coach. Well, I think Jim Harbaugh is definitely one of the, the top ten coaches in, in, in the game. Why? Well, you've seen what he's done at what? Michigan. What do you mean, what? Did you see the program <laughs> that he came into and how quick he's turned it around? Yeah, it's still he's Michigan. Won at, he's won at every single place he's been. Look at San Francisco when he got there and then when he left it's literally night and day and then he came to michigan they were winning five games a year and he immediately took him into national national contention with michigan yeah it's michigan like the 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 foundation is there but there was no it wasn't a winning program when he got there and it hadn't been for a long time mm. i'm still more impressed with people that can succeed at a g5 and then continue to succeed at a p5 maybe but i feel like the pressure is almost even even higher at a program like michigan like you still have to do it. That's true. The pressure is much higher. I'll I'll admit that. At least you have an out at a at a G five school. You know you can. Would you admit well, that? Okay. What do you think about this take? Purdue now has one of the best coaches in the Big Ten. 
Um, I still probably wouldn't agree top with five. that statement. Maybe top five. I'd ha- I'd really have to look into all the coaches, but I I think. Um, I honestly yeah. think Purdue has a top five Big Ten coach right now. Well, which he's, is... gotta, he's definitely got to prove more. You know, you can't put him in the top five after four games at Purdue. Hey, you, hey, hey you're just saying how quickly uh, Harbaugh was able to turn around the Michigan program. Purdue's been a much worse program for much longer. and they Jim Harbaugh's good. been at Michigan for four years. I've got at least that sample size to look at. Yeah, but he was already talked about Jeff on Brown's his first year. four games. Okay, well, we'll come back to this next year. How about that? And then we'll talk about it. Yeah, I mean, opinions can change in a year. Like, if he proves it to me, then I, I will agree that that he's earned that right. But I just think that was I think that was the best uh, hire was Purdue. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Purdue has not ever been committed at building a good program, and I think that's changing. So I'm really excited to have a shitty Big Ten team possibly step up in the future and be a contender. All right, well, since we're talking about coaches, you want to just get to maybe coaches in the hot seat? Yeah. Last episode, we what were we discussing? We were discussing Mike Riley. That's right. And just some really shitty teams this year and coaches that are obviously on the hot seat and maybe some potential replacements for those. Jay, do you have any theories? For Mike Riley? Uh, for anybody. Who do you, what do you got? Well, for Mike Riley, I think the obvious candidate and probably the least creative is <laughs> Scott Frost at um, at U uh, at Central Florida UCF. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he um, he he played at Nebraska. Um, he played in the NFL. He's a quarterback, so he's got obviously ties. He was born and raised in Nebraska. Um, he's young. He's forty-two years old. He's one of the younger coaches in in college football. And he was also an offensive coordinator at Oregon. So it's kind of like all the ingredients are there. It's it's almost like a perfect fit that you, you think that it might not happen. Right. But it should. It a definitely school, should. Like it's it's kind of picture perfect. Nebraska is kind of like Michigan in the sense that why are they not better? But Michigan made the change. Like you said, they got Harbaugh and now they're better again. Nebraska is a team that should always be good. So I mean, yeah, based on history, but like trying to recruit recruit to Nebraska is probably not the easiest task. I don't think it's that difficult with a program like Nebraska. Honestly, I see what you're saying, um, but number one, Lincoln, Nebraska is actually a pretty cool place. It's underrated, but it is a cool place. And two, you have the program history, and I think players really do actually like that. Yeah, how many athletes do you think want to go up to Lincoln, Nebraska, where it's I think 95% white is probably a, a conservative estimate. I mean, why not? <laughs> well, <laughs> why not? Like, I know Lincoln's probably a cool place. Um, what's, I guess, the closest city to Lincoln? Well, Lincoln is a city, but Omaha. How big is Lincoln, Nebraska? I'm about to look that up. Okay. Lincoln's the second largest city in Nebraska, I'm pretty certain, and then Omaha would be the next largest yeah, two hundred eighty thousand. That's I mean that's size. That's sizable. Right. It's their second largest city. Omaha has probably like five hundred thousand. I don't know. It's not that bad. Is all I'm saying. And Scott Frost, he's been doing pretty good at UCF. His overall record is eight and seven. Yeah, I mean he's done enough to to be in the conversation. It's not like he's not breaking any records, but he's also not going um, Scott Montgomery level where 
he's he's putting himself on a on a no hire list. Like he's just keeping himself right in that safe zone. Right. And I mean, what was it? 2014 when UCF went 0 and 12. Yeah, maybe maybe it was. Yeah, I thought it was more so, recent, but could no, nah, I think it was 2014, maybe 15. No, it was 2014. So you know, coming into a program that's that bad, and now you're contending in a conference. He's clearly a good coach. His annual salary right now is 1.7 million. Nebraska, I mean, I don't they'll even know how double, much Nebraska. They'll, they'll triple that. Yeah, easily. So he should be getting a call soon. I'm sure, yeah, if he's not already been in, in conversation with him. What about Sumlin? Um, what about Sumlin? Sumlin's got to go soon, right? Yeah, Sumlin's an interesting uh, – he's he's definitely got to go. Uh, I mean – He keeps staying alive, though. Winning an overtime game against Arkansas I don't think is enough to, to, to keep your job. <laughs> um, he's just kind of got that stale feeling. Like he can't really get his team motivated, it seems like. He hasn't um, accomplished much other than a Heisman winner. But yeah, yeah. Was that even him? Shiny left. You know, like, Shiny left. It's kind of, it's been all downhill. It's kind of proven that it wasn't Johnny. Coaching didn't have much to do with Johnny. I mean, that's really the argument that you can make. He's yeah. he's recruited extremely well in in College Station. So you also expect... can't keep a lot of those recruits. Yeah. I mean, look like... at TCU's uh, quarterback right now. Look at U of H's quarterback right now. You know, all all transfers from A and M because he can't keep them on his team. Yeah, I want to say there's even one more. There was one more. God damn it. What was his name? Anyway. Yeah, so he's got to go pretty soon. Do you have any suggestions? Honestly, I mean, Texas A&M is one of those schools that will throw pretty much any amount of money at any coach. So I could see um, almost an endless list of, of coaches that would be on the, on the list to go to Texas A&M. The problem is the pressure that, that's involved in that position playing in the sec west um you well know, you know who they're you know who their top candidate's been right who um actually a guy with a losing record at his current position head coach of smu chad morris yeah i could see that just well, being local well and he graduated from a&m but i wouldn't say that he's the top candidate oh people well i'll, I'll say this from a&m fans on their message boards and fan blogs he's their top candidate and the like A&M community some, right now yeah. is, is trying to get him. And he has a losing record, but he also came into SMU. He's a good coach. So it wouldn't be yeah, a no, wow I mean, hire. It would be kind of like the Matt Rule you know, hire. Um, but it's the type of coach that could potentially build the program back. I just I feel like Texas A&M isn't in a position where they need to make that hire. They could go somewhere... They could go so after someone that's that's proven that they've they've won, and you know like it's you. not like this. Well, that's that's off the top of my head. It's kind of hard to think, but if you just look at some Power Five schools, um, I know this is gonna sound crazy, but like a Mike Gundy. Why would Mike like, Gundy leave? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're but the 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 salary would be a huge increase. I'm sure he's getting paid four mil at at Oklahoma State. He'd be getting. Uh, close to double that in, in College Station. No and way. Then, There's no way. Close to I mean, double that. I, I would. I would be safe to bet that they would pay him seven million dollars to coach to coach in Texas A&M, if not more. Um, the Maybe, salaries yeah. just keep going up and up. That's and true. It seems like yeah. It seems like every year we're breaking records. 
um, because there's just more money pouring into to College Station. Well, and I don't know, it, it does sound crazy, but I just feel like that's the kind of level that they have to look at. Like someone that's proven themselves in the Power Five, I don't know if it's this young hire that they need to go after. So Nick Saban? They'll <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just hire Nick much. Saban. Uh, or like, they could like there's that there's that top tier with Nick Saban and and Dabo Swinney Swimmy and um, and Urban Meyer. But I, honestly, anything after that, it's it's fair game for Texas. That's that's kind of my opinion. Okay, yeah. Or they could hold out, wait one more season, and then just hire another U of H head coach. Take yeah, Apple that sounds away. that's probably the most realistic. Yeah, and you know what? Please take them. The problem with going out for one of those big coaches is they're probably comfortable in their situation. Uh, you know, they, they don't feel any pressure. It's just kind of they've gotten used to to recruiting in that area, blah blah blah. So it's it's definitely a hard draw from one of those. Okay, one of those uh, so what about Butch Jones? Ugh, <laughs> I don't even know. Um, Butch Jones has got to go. I just yeah, but I, from what I hear, it's like he's safer than we think. Yeah. I could see that. I just don't yeah. understand why. Because, I don't know. I They could get Mike Norvell. He's right down the street. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that. Um, you know, he has an 11-5 and five record. You know, yeah, Norvell, Norvell's definitely going somewhere. I, I would say that he's going to replace Todd Graham at Arizona State. But it, there, there's definitely going to be some bidding wars for Mike Norvell. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's right, a bad he was a, He was a coordinator at Arizona State, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's not a bad place to start if you're Tennessee. Uh, actually, I don't know if I'd start there, but that's definitely one of the names that I'd put on my list. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be a name on everybody's list. Pretty much any successful American team, your head coach is on someone's list. That's just yeah, how it's going to be like forever. So, you know, just accept it. Houston has, and we tried hard not to, but we've finally accepted it. Um, Chris Ash at Rutgers, he's got to go. Um, Montgomery, I mean, I Montgomery at ECU's got to go. Yeah, he's definitely going. I don't know what what path they'll take. They'll probably get some coordinator at some at some small Power Five school. Yeah, that's probably a good move. Um, Brian Harrison at Boise State could definitely get hired somewhere. Uh, Mike Bobo at Colorado State could get hired somewhere. You know. Yeah, the usual suspects. Yeah, but I mean ECU is a big enough G five school that they should have a top. G5 coach and Scotty Montgomery is 4 and 12 overall record and he's getting paid 1.2 million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's just I don't understand. So they got to replace him too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but... I think I think Chris Ash at Rutgers his 3 and 13 record is just got off he's getting paid 2 million, which has got to be like the lowest in the Big 10 by the way. And Rutgers is a perfect school, like Baylor, to hire a good G5 coach. I mean, Purdue made the right move. They are an unsuccessful Big Ten school that got a really, really good G5 coach. Rutgers should do the same thing. Yeah. Um, another name that I just kind of came across, Rocky Long. No, just joking. I was um, gonna say he's about to die. There's no way he can. <laughs> uh, Mike Mike Leach. I wonder if he would ever consider any other opportunities. Because I mean, the dude wins. Yeah, he's, but he's also know, he's, questionable. I mean, yeah. There's there's a lot of questions that follow him. But like, you know, if if things get weird at Washington State, or if some team just really loves him, I I, I mean, 
like I said, the dude wins, and he's won at pretty much every level. Mm. Yeah. It's just kind of one of those coaches that wins. Um, yeah, that was just name I, name I thought of. Yeah. And then uh, Dan Mullen, I feel like, is always going to come up from Mississippi State. Uh, he's a hell of a coach, and I just wonder how much longer he's going to be staying at Mississippi State. He also kind of breaks down under pressure. When they start to win and they play another ranked opponent, I think he, like, always loses the next week yeah yeah that's that's pretty much the pattern so i just i don't know if that's enough to to not hire him it is for me i think there's like, what, a lot what of he's other done at mississippi state with with the recruits that they get it's just mm. i think there's pressure. a lot of other really good coaches and for the money you would have to pay for him i just don't i don't see why yeah he, it'd be top dollar for sure yeah Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I'd rather have Gus Malzahn. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I think he's a better coach. I guess we'll just have to see. We'll have to see how the rest of the schedule plays out to see what other coaches are about to get hired and fired. There we go. So before we move on to the matchups for this weekend, we are going to run through some of our conference allegiance. So to update, we're going to start from west and we're going to go east. We're going to go opposite of the sun. We're going to start with the pack, jump to the mountain west, then to the big 12, then to the American. You want to start it off? Yeah, uh, I've got a huge update, Arizona State, my Sun Devils. <laughs> huge. Um, I mean, they beat Oregon. That was a massive win for for the for this my program. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Put them back to two and two, get their coach off the hot seat for a little bit. Also, uh, I, I mean, think I think at the end of this we should add all of my teams' wins and losses, add all your teams' wins and losses, and see who's better. Well, you picked your teams, and I did random, so that's kind of lame. Well, that's kind of your fault. Okay, keep going. Um, all right, moving out to the Mountain West, my New Mexico, <laughs> my Lobos, they uh, they won sixteen thirteen against my actually. Against my other team, Tulsa. Uh, how did I not? How did I not see that two of my teams were playing against each other? I don't know. I saw it. The Lobos and the Golden Hurricane. Yeah, yeah. they played against each other. It was a low-scoring game. I actually caught a bit of this while I was driving. Um, pretty cool. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> good for them. <laughs> they, they got to win. All right. Against uh, another one of your teams. What kind 12, of luck is Oklahoma that? State. Not a great weekend. Lost to TCU. No. No, but uh, a, lot of, a lot of turnovers. Defense looked really bad. Um, offense just couldn't do enough against that TC defense. They looked really good. Yep. 
And then finally, my American team. Well, you already talked about them. They lost. Was Tulsa and they lost. Yeah, there yeah. we go. All right. So starting with my pack team, Washington. Everybody knows the dogs. They are still the best team in the pack, so I still look great. They beat Colorado, and maybe they'll go undefeated. Moving on to my Mountain West team, the uh, Utah State Aggies. As everybody knows, I'm a huge Aggie fan. They won. They beat one of the worst teams in the country right now, San Jose State, 61-10. to mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a huge win. They are 2-2. Two and two. They lost to Idaho, or they beat Idaho State earlier this season. Their only losses are, you know, number 10, Wisconsin, and Wake Forest. He's actually pretty good. So, they're looking pretty good. They're looking pretty good. Moving pretty good. On, pretty good. Moving on to the Big 12. My Iowa State Cyclones, they had a bye week, so they're still sitting pretty. They are playing UT tomorrow, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They're well, playing the, this on, Thursday, on Wednesday, so yeah. Yeah, so when people are listening to this, Iowa State will currently be beating the Longhorns, because I'm picking Iowa State over that game. Longhorns fucking suck. So my Cyclones about to take over the Big 12. And then my American team, Houston, I've already talked about that. I don't want to talk about them anymore. All right. They've upset me. Um, so let's do our uh, our next Conference Allegiance. We're doing the middle of America. We're doing the MAC and the Big Ten. The heartland. So do you want me to go? For, I'm gonna, we're going to start with MAC. Okay. Go. You got them ready? The randoms? Yep. Got them right here. And I have Central Michigan. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I haven't, have even, mind? I haven't even thought about the Mac. Um, Good, then I'll just do it for you. <laughs> Let's see what comes up. You have Northern Illinois. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the random. All right, Northern Illinois it is. On to the Big Ten. And 3-2-1, I have Penn State. Hell yes. <laughs> God That's damn. so cool. I have Penn State and Oklahoma State. That's the two probably most explosive offenses in the country. The two best state schools. Um, do you have something in mind? I have someone in mind, and I think you probably. <laughs> I think you know who I have a crush on, but let's see what I get for random, just out of curiosity. Michigan State. Nah, I'm going Purdue. All right. Yep. Awesome. I'm pleased with my picks. Central Michigan and Penn State. Yeah, Northern Illinois. Meh. I feel so so about, but Purdue. I finally got them. Awesome. You can't take my Boilermakers. Mark it down. That segment's going to get a little longer every week. Yeah, we're going to have to like go through it quick. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this week's games. Yeah, let's do it. First up, you already kind of mentioned it in passing. It's an 8 o'clock yep. matchup on ESPN this Thursday. It's Texas Longhorns traveling to Ames, Iowa, playing Iowa State. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you picked the Longhorns because you're so basic. Yeah, I did. I picked the Longhorns here. You're so basic. The, the, the Cyclones are going to not saw off the horns, but they're going to blow off the horns. They're going to blow the Longhorns. Wow, that was, that was original. <laughs> no, um, I, I do like Iowa State's offense. Uh, Jacob Park, love his hair. Dude's <laughs> yeah. wild. Yep. Um, I, I do think they have them edge on offense. Uh, and before I say that I really like Texas defense, I know you're going to say, well, they gave up 51 points Maryland (laughs) but 
since then, they gave up zero to San Jose State. Whoa! And then 27 to, to USC, and, you know, that last touchdown or on the um, on the final drive. So the defense is definitely improving. Yeah, I'll give you that. The it's improving. game is in Ames, Iowa. Uh, so they'll have disadvantage there, but they're both coming off bye weeks. I just I just have the, the Longhorns defense I trust a little bit more than Iowa State's defense. Tom Herman's, when he has time to plan for a team, he is amazing. But he just has not looked as efficient in game planning as he did when he was at Houston. So I'm just not convinced on that magic anymore. He's got to prove me wrong. All right. Well, it'll be a fun game, especially on Thursday night when nothing else on. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to Friday. This is a 7 o'clock matchup on ESPN. Miami, uh, Florida, only played two games, is traveling to Durham to play Duke. Yep. You picked you picked Miami, and I went with the Blue Devils here. It's not a terrible pick, but I think Miami's actually that good this year. Yeah, I, I do agree. I'm, I'm really I'm, – I was pretty hesitant picking Duke. Um, I, I am very impressed with Miami so far. Uh, they're very balanced, very balanced team. And Duke is kind of, um, I don't want to say one-dimensional, but I'm really talking myself out of this pick. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to stick with them. I'm just going to stick with them. Going with Duke here. Kind of I mean, upset. I think, yeah, they're definitely not favorite. What was it? <clears throat> yeah, last week I said I wasn't sure about Miami, and I said Toledo could go undefeated because I'm not <laughs> sure about Miami. I still don't think it, I, I still don't think that was a terrible thing to say because honestly they played one game against God what was that fucking BCU or whatever they played one game like Christian. yeah honestly what, what you know what do I know whereas Toledo I've seen them play a lot so I still don't think that was a terrible call but I was proven wrong I can say now I think Miami is really really good because Toledo they just beat a really good Toledo so definitely yeah I'd say that um, Miami Virginia Tech. And early November, that's really going to be the the game that decides um, who wins the coastal. I mean, I'd say right now Virginia Tech's a better team, but yeah, um, give me give me a few more weeks to watch this Miami team, and exactly. I might be uh, changing my opinion. Yeah, actually, I mean, this game against Duke, I think, will show a lot. Definitely. All right, uh, same day, Nebraska Illinois, eight o'clock game on FS1. We've actually, I didn't mention this before, but there's actually quite a bit of games that we are differing on. Did this you week. pick Nebraska? I went Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, this one I was hesitant on, but I said last week that Nebraska might be the worst team in the Big Ten, so I'm sticking with that. Dude, they're so, they're not good, and Tanner Lee is maybe one of the worst quarterbacks in the country. Yep. Uh, definitely. I mean, definitely one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the country. Um, I want to say he's thrown like nine picks this year. Yeah, this like, game this game is going to be a really good example of like who's the worst in the Big Ten because Illinois barely beat Ball State. They beat Western Kentucky, and they got smoked by USF. So, USF's good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they're ranked, what, like number 18, I think, right now? So, really good team. But they're not good either. So, this one, I was kind of like, fuck it. I just, I was talking shit about Nebraska earlier, so I'm picking Illinois. Yeah. I just, I still like Nebraska's defense enough. Uh, don't love this pick, but, yeah. It's just, just gotta go with them. Okay. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> Uh, kind of mentioned this one a little bit on accident. Same day, BYU at Utah State on CBS Sports Network. You went with your Utah State Aggies, and I'm going BYU. Yeah. Um, I looked at this game a lot. 
BYU might win this game. But, <laughs> but. Old. Yeah, but um, I got to go with my Aggies. I mean, that's my team. Yeah. Um, BYU's offense has been not impressive at all. No, no, it's terrible. Um, yeah, Wisconsin, I think they're coming. Yeah, BYU is coming off a of bye week, which is it's encouraging. But putting up six points against Wisconsin, it's not a good look. No. Um, and then Utah State, yeah, now I'm actually looking this. Utah State's looking a little more enticing. I'm sticking with BYU, though. <laughs> yeah, you so, have to. All right. Uh, final game on Friday. This is Southern Cal traveling to Washington State. It's a 10:30 game on ESPN. This game is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we both went with the upset here, picking the road underdogs. Or, I mean, the home underdogs. Sorry. <laughs> going with yeah, going with Washington State. Yeah, so I'm actually a little surprised that you picked Washington State. I'm not going to lie. Half the reason I picked them was because I figured you were going to pick USC because you're such a basic bitch. But, yeah, I think they. I think it's definitely a winnable game for them. And I don't know if I expect them to win, but I think they can. So. Yeah, I mean, I still think USC is better on both sides of the ball than Washington State. This is just going to be one of those night atmospheres where I'm hoping that it just has enough magic, and Mike Leach does enough uh, half to halftime speeching that I don't know. It's just anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little upset that you picked him though. That was the game that I was. I was a little be upset like, when I saw you picked him too. God damn it! All right, moving on. All right, uh, this is Saturday slate. Uh, first game is a noon kickoff. This is all Easter time, by the way. ESPN, Vanderbilt traveling to Gainesville, Florida, playing the Gators. Did you pick Vandy? No, both went oh, both okay. went Florida here. Yeah, yeah. so sorry, Alabama, for thinking Vanderbilt's good. I apologize. Please don't hurt anyone else. Yeah, no, I think that just showed what Vanderbilt does against athletes, and Florida has a ton of athletes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's so, I mean that's what their team is. It's just athletic. They're not like a great team, but they're an athletic team. Yeah, we saw what what Vanderbilt did against another well-coached team like Kansas State. Like it was just enough to get by. Um, but when put up against world-class athletes, I I think that they're not going to fare as well. Yeah, they just can't. It's that okay. was really my that was my my thought process. I hope I hope they win. Yeah. Um, I just don't expect them to. All right, moving on. This is the three thirty CBS SEC matchup: Georgia at Tennessee. Um, we both went the dogs here. I'm really shocked that this game actually qualified in our pick'em. I know. Why um, is Tennessee still? It's, it's. I think when I when I chose it, it was a seven point spread. Yeah, I just don't understand that. I mean, Georgia's such a. This was probably the easiest one to pick, honestly. Yeah, definitely. This was like yeah, the definitely the first one I did. Now that now that I say that, watch Tennessee fucking win. It's yeah. It's one of those that you you think that Vegas knows something that we don't. Yep. Well, I mean, other than John Kelly, I just have not been impressed with anything on Tennessee. Maybe their pass rush, but Georgia's offensive line has also looked very good, and Georgia's defensive, uh, especially run defense, has looked like you know one of the top five in the country. So any kind of strength that Tennessee has is just going to be mitigated by another strength that Georgia's even better at. Yeah. So the only thing they have going for them is it's at home in Neyland, and they get up for those three thirty CBS games. So. That's really the only thing I can see in their favor, and that's definitely not enough to, to swing my vote. No, not not even close. Yeah. All right. Uh, actually, a cool little tidbit about all of our games this week is that they're all nationally televised. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah. Even Buffalo? 
Uh, yeah, we'll, yeah um, we'll get to that. It's an, it's an ESPN three. But uh, before we get to that, Navy at Tulsa. This is ESPNU at three thirty. Um, we both went Navy, yeah. and I don't love that I had to pick against Tulsa. Neither do I. Um, I mean, you know how hyped I was on them preseason. That was yeah. my team that was going to surprise everyone. I've given up. I've given up. They lost to New Mexico. <laughs> I know. I, that's I when, that's when you officially up. given up. Yeah. I, I held hope for so long. I, it's over. Yeah. Yeah, I thought their offense was better than that. I mean, 13 points against New Mexico. I don't get that. Uh, D'Angelo Brewer is such a good running back. I guess New Mexico is like, hey, let's just focus on the running back. Mm-hmm. Okay, game yeah. over. I mean, that's that's all you had to do. And Navy actually looks really good. So, yeah. Uh, so both went Navy there. Moving on to your Buffalo uh, Buffaloes. Wait, my uh, Buffalo Buffaloes. That's not. Uh, hey, that's not my Mac team. You just keep talking about them. I keep talking. I keep talking about how they're not the worst team in the country, and that's what you refer to as keep talking about them. No, aren't they the it's Bulls? Actually, it's actually Buffalo Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just check. Come on, I know every mascot. So similar. Um, Buffalo at Kent State. We mm-hmm. both went Buffalo. Okay. Why? Why did you go Buffalo? Um, because I think Kent State has an argument for the worst team in the country. Okay. And, and Buffalo is not the worst team in the country? Yeah, I think Kent State Boom. I think Kent State legitimately has the worst offense in the country. And it, obviously Whoa. that fluctuates every week. Whoa. But... Charlotte? Don't go back on what you said. Don't <laughs> not, don't flip flop. Let's look at their season so far. We're not getting too political here. All right. So it started out Clemson, they scored three points. That's understandable. And then a huge offensive show out against Howard, where they scored thirty eight points. Good for them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Went and played Marshall, got shut out, zero points. And then Louisville, three points. So a total of six points in three games if you omit the Howard game. Hmm. Um, if you take out the so, Howard uh, game. Yeah. Um, so I'm just I'm not too confident that Kent State's going to be able to move the ball. Okay. Well, if you take out the North Carolina A&T game, Charlotte has scored 14 points in three games. Okay. Well, I'll take 14 over six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just saying. I think we spent. I think we spent enough time talking about. They scored numbers. zero points against Georgia State. I just can't get over that. Okay. Anyway, yeah, go All on. Right, moving on. on to the four o'clock Fox game. Um, quickly becoming one of my favorite matchups is a four o'clock on Fox. Iowa versus Michigan State. You went Hawkeyes, and I'm going with Sparty. I think you're absurdly insane. I mean, I think you're just getting a little too hyped on Iowa because they kept it close at Penn State. No, I said Iowa was a really good team like three weeks ago. Yeah, they might be good. Um, I wrote an article about Iowa like weeks ago. I said that they're one of the upset teams in the Big Ten. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I think, I think they both got good defenses, and Iowa proved that against Penn State. 
and I just have a little bit more faith in in Michigan State's offense. And playing at home, that's really the, the deciding factor for me. I just don't have much faith in uh, Michigan State this year, and I have probably too much faith in Iowa. So yeah, I'm gonna pick okay. Iowa on like almost every game, almost, <laughs> almost every game. I think I like. I think it's just because they beat Iowa State, and you hated that. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, once once you're defeated, you need to like root for the person that just defeated you. Yeah, so they can prove that your team's good. Yep, there you go. Come on, hot guys. All right, six o'clock, six o'clock game on ESPN, Mississippi State at Auburn. We are both going with Auburn. Okay. Yeah, I just I'm surprised. I don't want to take I don't want to take too much out of out of the loss against Georgia and like you know go against every game that Mississippi State plays, but I just feel like Auburn is better. Yeah, it's like I said earlier. I think maybe we hyped Mississippi State up a bit early based on a win against a team that's possibly really bad um auburn has a loss against a really really good team i mean yeah i just think they're the better team yeah so this is how um, i make up for is... hyping up mississippi state too early this is how yeah. i make up for that defense is still elite i'd say yeah i don't know if mississippi state's gonna be able to move the ball because it's gonna be honestly i think their defense is better than georgia's defense um offense another story although the offense is kind of clicking recently yeah it's just that's that's a tough two-week uh, schedule for Mississippi yeah, State. Yeah, it's unfortunate, um, especially coming off like Athens, a really awesome win. But and then going to Auburn, that's mm-hmm. tough. Um, but I mean, if they're that good, then it doesn't really matter. They'll end up. But they're not. Uh, that's like what I said about coaching eight games anyway. Yeah, yeah, they'll probably win eight games. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on to Akron at Bowling Green. <laughs> this is this is rough. Akron at Bowling Green. Mm. I did not like having to pick between these two terrible, terrible teams. So I picked Akron because we were talking about some of the worst teams in the country, and I think both these are probably on that list, but Bowling Green I think is just a little bit worse. Yeah, I mean, I have really no reason for picking them other than they're the home team. Um, (laughs) Do you think this is a worse matchup than Buffalo-Kent State? Yeah, I do. They're very similar to me, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, you can make an argument. Bowling Green lost to the University of South Dakota, thirty-five yeah. to twenty-seven at home. Yeah, I mean that's a touchdown loss. The University of South Dakota, they're, I mean, look, I'm not like talking shit about them, but still, you you should win that game, especially at home. And that's a I mean, South, bad. South Dakota is a respectable FCS team. They're respectable. No, actually, SDSU is the better South Dakota. No, uh, yeah, they're well, maybe not this year. Yeah. So either way, though especially when it's at home, if this team didn't, you know, within the past two years win a national championship in FCS and you're at home, you should win. I'll just put it that okay. way. Um, so Bowling right, Green may be the worst team. They they haven't won a single game. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Marshall traveling to Cincinnati for a 7 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. You went with Marshall, and I'm going with Cincinnati for probably the first time this year. Yeah, <laughs> you finally given in, so now they'll lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I'm always a little ahead of the curve. Marshall's pretty good. Why are you going against Marshall? That's a good question. Let me um, <laughs> let me find out. <laughs> I was I was impressed with how Cincinnati played against Navy. Um, like the the trend continues. I said they played every game close and. Um, that was probably the least close game, but I mean, ten points is not bad. Yeah, I think I think Marshall's got a good defense. 
uh, a very less than good offense. <laughs> and, That's fair. Um, and that just, I think, leaves room for, for Cincinnati to come in. I don't, I don't know. I'm just... I, w- I will say the one thing that made me like consider Cincinnati was that they're playing in Cincinnati, and I love that stadium. Was it Nippet, Nippert, Nippert Stadium? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that stadium. I mean, we both went there. I thought it was so cool for a G5 stadium, how, how it's built right in the middle of campus. So it could, for a G5 team, it can be a relatively tough uh, atmosphere. But hey, here's a little, here's a little transitive property for you, a little Ooh, stats for you. I love this. Marshall and Cincinnati have one common opponent this year. Who was it? Miami of Ohio. Yeah. They've both beat Miami, but Marshall beat them by one point more. Oh, but so they're so, at home, and Cincinnati did it on the road. So oh, what do you take? Oh shit! Out of that? Yeah, especially now that since he gets the three points for being at home. Damn, you're right. Cincinnati won the game. They don't even have to play. Oh, they go. won. Damn that's it! Like his, that's it's cut and dry transitive properties you have. Oh, that's the ultimate. Yeah, the game doesn't need to be played anymore. When they both played the same team in the same season. You know, it'd be great is if each team only played like three games and they scheduled them perfectly to where you could have a transitive property between every single team, so you don't play a game and you just you just say who the best team was. That'd be convenient. Yeah, <laughs> that would be my f- ultimate season of college football. Transitive All right. property. Um, yeah. Another ESPN three seven o'clock kickoff. Ball State. I'm traveling to Kalamazoo, Michigan. We both picked Western Michigan. Yeah, we both went Western Michigan here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 There's yep, not yep. much to say. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just keep running through. Just keep going. Air Force. Air Force going to New Mexico. It uh, it's a seven o'clock game again. We both win Air Force. Yep. <laughs> no, they. I, I mean, they looked my, good against SDSU. My Lobos. Yeah, they looked good against SDSU. I actually had reason for picking them. So. Yeah, that was um, I I was definitely high on them last week. Uh, talking about that game against SDSU, I thought that that was gonna be a pretty tough test. For, for the Aztecs and they, they passed well it was I mean it was only a four they only won by four points so you were right on saying that that would be a tough test for them unfortunately they play my my new found uh, Mac team this week Northern Illinois so I just wanted to see uh, are you willing to admit that SDSU has the best chance of being undefeated this year now out of every team in the country uh, I still say Alabama probably has that reign yeah, but here's the deal. Let's say SDSU goes undefeated, doesn't get into the playoffs, and just gets some fucking bowl game. Yeah, then that's that's probably different because and Alabama, Alabama has to play Clemson. play Clemson. Exactly. So you know, just saying. Uh, that, actually, that's gonna be a hot take on my part if I was right. Yeah, that that'd be an interesting argument. To see who has a better chance. I mean, if you actually like went through the the schedules of Alabama and San Diego State and, mm-hmm. and figured out who had a better chance. I still think <laughs> Alabama has, like, I mean, even the SEC uh, conference against, like, let's say Georgia, that's not a guaranteed win at all. That's a pretty In the tough, title? Yeah. In the title, yeah. That's a pretty tough win. And if you look at SCSU's schedule, they have Boise State left, yeah, but then they play UNLV, Fresno State, San Jose, Hawaii, New Mexico, and Nevada. Those are very yeah. winnable games. Yeah, I think, honestly, the only, like, losable game other than Boise State is Fresno State and that's not losable at all yeah like maybe, I, I yeah. really can't tell yeah. that's what I'm saying you know so it, it, yeah I think they have like a really really good chance you of really yeah you really have to trip yourself up to, to lose one of those games other than Boise State okay so I had the best like week one take of all time <laughs> all right uh Clemson Virginia Tech this is definitely the game of the night 100 percent yeah 
this game is going to be a lot of fun. This this is uh, maybe the best, hopefully the best game of the year, like this early at least. Man, I would yeah. Watching Enter Sandman, Kirk Herbstreit going to be up oh, to the booth. Like this is just. This is college football. This is this is college football. And And Virginia Tech looks like they're they're the real deal. And it's actually it's nice to see in the ACC. I know that kind of sounds weird because I know like Clemson's you know won it and like, but it's nice to see that kind of like level of game day outside of like the Big Ten or the SEC. If that makes any sense. Yeah, we got we got a last year with Clemson and Louisville in terms of like the excitement of the game. That was probably the best game of the year last year. I still think like a Louisville football game is not the same as a Virginia no, Tech no, football no. game. No, no, no. I just mean in terms of excitement of the game. So I'm yeah. hoping that this, um, if it can stay that exciting as it did last year, the atmosphere will set it over the edge. That's and what this I'm saying. Really has the recipe for yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is games. this is definitely on the level of like a really hyped up SEC or Big Ten game. You know, I'm just excited. I'm really excited about this game. Yeah. And, yeah, I really love Fuente. He's a great coach. And I like, like I said earlier, I like when a winning coach can come from a G5 and continue that trend in a P5. And he's, like, the perfect example right now of that. Except for, like, maybe, like... Uh, Chris Peterson. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. But still, the most modern example, I mean, coming from Memphis and what he's doing at Virginia Tech is, like, so awesome. So awesome. I can't wait till the ACC comes up because I'm probably picking Virginia Tech. Yeah, and let's not pretend like this is the last test that Clemson has on their schedule. Like, they have Wake Forest following immediately after that. And then, well, I mean, that's not a huge test. But it's then, not a huge test, but it, it, it can make Wake Forest look better. North Carolina than, State yeah. and Florida State in back-to-back weeks later in the season. So, like, if they get by this game, that's that's huge, and that's – you know, putting them where they need to yeah, be. But I'm not too worried about Florida State not, anymore. They're not in the yes. Yeah, that's I true. see what you're but saying. Got athletes, you just you do never know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Definitely. Um, and then you look at the rest of Virginia Tech's schedule. They have Miami. It looks a little little easier, but yeah, Miami. They have Duke. That, I mean, yeah, I guess. And like, Georgia I, Tech, I, like I, we said, they got a good offense. But yeah, Virginia Tech's schedule is a lot more favorable. Uh, yeah, it's game than. It, hey, it's coastal. What do you expect? Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. But who did you pick? I, I haven't even asked. Yeah, we both went Clemson. Okay. It, I really wanted to go Virginia Tech. I really, really, from the bottom of my heart, was like, I want to pick Virginia Tech. I just can't pick against Clemson right now. It doesn't make any sense to pick against no, them. No, yeah, no. I think there's probably two elite teams in the country, and Clemson's one of them. And as long as I think that they're elite, I'm not going to pick against them. And I don't actually – I know this probably sounds weird, but I don't think I want Clemson to lose. Really? So you just want to see a, a three-peat? Uh, that and I don't want to see a Big Twelve team in the playoffs. <laughs> Just continue that trend. I love it because let's you know let's I feel say like Oklahoma's kind of a lock though. Really? Yeah. Even with the Baylor game, like I still think they're just so much better than everybody else. Okay, so let's say Penn State goes undefeated. I think it'd be Penn State, Clemson, Oklahoma, and Alabama. And Washington goes undefeated. Oof! Yeah, now you gotta put. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, if, it would just be so great for uh, me. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, that's um, that's definitely a dilemma. It would be um, so great for also, me. Also, uh, um, Wisconsin is also going to be undefeated. Well, they got a well. It can't be Penn State and Wisconsin undefeated. Yeah, I guess it would take some weird situation for those two teams to be undefeated. Yeah, but let's say uh, OU loses to UT, which is very possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, then then they'd be out, yeah, because... Um, and okay. and if a Big 12 team is going to go, which I hate the idea of, but if they're going to go, 
it's it, for me it's TCU or nothing. If it's anybody oh. other than TCU, it's gonna piss me off. Oklahoma. Yeah, it's just that would annoy me. Like, I just don't want to see a Big Twelve school in the playoffs. That's yeah, it. definitely. Um, final game and, is and, Colorado. Well, real what? quick. And if Clemson does lose, then I'm rooting for Virginia Tech to go undefeated hard. Definitely. Yeah, the rest I like of the season. So I, I'll, so I guess I, I wouldn't be pissed, but now I'm like, hey, Virginia Tech, you better not fuck up. Like, now it's on you. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, go mm-hmm. on. Yeah, um, final game, Colorado traveling to L.A. I'm going to upset you here. I picked UCLA. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. Really? Do you really truly think that they're a better team, or are you just like trying to get under my skin at this point? I really just think you're overhyping Colorado so much. How do you think that UCLA is better than Colorado? Colorado has like a pretty good defense. Yeah, it's it's pretty good, and I think that uh, UCLA's offense is just so much better. Yeah, it's, it's they're just. Gonna, I think Josh Rosen is going to throw it all over him. That's you can't you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> Okay, okay. Because last week I said, I guess they didn't keep it that close though against Washington. So, never no. mind. Okay, that's fair. I did say they had to keep it close and they didn't. All right, this week if they beat UCLA, will you finally admit that they're one of the best teams in the pack? Um, I'll still no. If they beat UCLA, I'll still say that they're probably the fourth best. Fourth, behind maybe fifth. Look, I could maybe admit to fourth behind like. USC, Washington State, and Washington. But fifth? Who else is better? Um, the team that I had in mind was probably Oregon. Really? Yeah, I mean, they I just know lost that Arizona you, State. You just, I know that you just look at one week, but I mean, I still think that their offense is elite and their defense does enough. Um, but like I said, if they beat Colorado, if they be if Colorado beats UCLA, then I'll reconsider. But. Hmm. Um, Right now, I'm pretty set in, in where I'm in where I'm thinking. Okay, okay, we'll see. Actually, I can't no, Stanford. Wait. I'm still putting Stanford out of Colorado. Okay, Stanford's a uh, okay. I could see that argument. Okay, yeah, I think Colorado's better than Oregon for sure. Stanford, I could see the argument. I still think you're wrong, but it makes sense. <laughs> Stanford's gonna like win out the rest of the season, and we're just gonna be looking back at those <laughs> weird first few weeks, like what the hell happened? And then we'll be like, hey, we uh, interviewed a wide receiver from Stanford, so they're gonna be they're gonna be playing in the Rose Bowl, and it's just gonna be like typical Stanford. All right, so I think that's gonna wrap it up. We have talked for a long ass time about some of these games. Like we said, there are some pretty sweet matchups. There's some really really stupid ones, but um, it all adds up because Clemson and Virginia Tech are playing. Yeah. And then, yeah, and don't forget about the Friday night game, USC-Washington State. I think we'll learn a lot about the state of Pac-12. Yeah, and we'll get to see my Cyclones uh, blow the horns. <sighs> blow those horns, baby. Um, yeah, no, it's, you know, there's some pretty good games. It's some weird games and some pretty good ones. And I'm excited, and I'm excited to continue to beat you in these picks. We'll see. Okay, well, that was it for episode 16. See you later. Bye. (laughs) Dollar bill prescriptions in the bathroom stall. Redheaded women and alcohol. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 